It's an old tale. One from 2016. Reimagined for 2021. Stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. Not just any tale. It's the story of a kid superhero. And not just any kid superhero story. It's the first one I ever documented in writing. And the first story to be a part of this podcast in writing five years ago. Long before anyone knew of a real splendid West Virginia and a very real splendid university. With my lab, I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. Long before anyone knew, Buck Travers was my son, and the circumstances surrounding exactly how he became a kid superhero. I wrote this tale as fiction. I've rewritten it five years later as a way of looking back on all of the wondrous stories that we've written and shared over the years. And we've expanded it a bit, added details. I hope you enjoy. Buck versus the Great Chili Monster, 2021 edition. Buck was a good kid. He was smart and nice and good at art, but he was very quiet. Teachers kept telling him to open up speak out, but he mostly kept to himself. He had to. You see, Buck was keeping a pretty big secret. He was a superhero. Not many kids are superheroes. Iron Man is older than Buck's dad. But Buck is both a kid and a superhero. Of course, he can't tell anyone. Who would believe him? Do you think his teacher, Miss Robinson, would believe that the reason he took so long in the bathroom was because he was fighting off two evil aliens from another planet? Of course not. But it's true. Do you think she'd believe that the reason he was staring out the window at the playground was that he was eyeing a possible enemy spacecraft just above the clouds? Of course not. She'd tell him to stop daydreaming and to pay attention to her math lesson. Do you think his gym teacher, Mrs. Adkins, would believe that his lack of focus on the basketball court was due to the very real bad guys that only he could see? That he was keeping away from the hoop? She probably wouldn't, but that's exactly what he was doing. Indeed, his teachers and classmates would never believe who Buck really was until that fateful day, chilly day. That's the day Buck would step out of the shadows show his true colors. Chili day. Kids don't like chili. Not when they could be dining on chicken nuggets or pizza. Nobody disliked chili more than Buck. And Buck liked everything. He'd just as soon devour a giant plate of carrots 
and cucumbers and crackers, as he would a Happy Meal. Even folks that didn't hate chili would, after the day the great chili monster appeared in that small elementary school cafeteria. You know it now as Splendid Elementary, home to many of our stories here. It was a Tuesday, and seemed no different from any other day to most kids and teachers, but Buck had a bad feeling about this particular Tuesday. He could smell the chili cooking from down the hall. More importantly, thanks to Buck's super-duper hearing, he could perceive it bubbling, talking, and planning something bad. The great chili monster is a large, oozing, hot, black and red pile of tomatoes, beef, and beans that stands ten feet tall and moves awkwardly but swiftly. When it opens its mouth, it emits a terrible scream and a stench that terrifies all in its reach. It appears out of nowhere and attacks everyone in sight, but it won't make it far today. Buck is prepared. Buck is glad his parents packed his lunch on chilly day. For Buck is prepared with his handy-dandy corn dog blaster, which he used to shoot a hole straight through the gooey mess that is the great chili monster. The wound quickly healed. But Buck definitely got the beast's attention. The monster turned on Buck hurling steaming hot beans at Buck's head. Buck ducked just in time. His hair was singed. Young Buck Travers had no better results from his cookie shooter. The chili monster's slippery trail tripped him up eventually, and Buck was flat on his back, slipping and sliding easy prey. As the chili monster moved in, it was Buck's mystical asparagus wand that finally tipped the scales in his favor. He was able to weaken, transfix the beast. The great chili monster in the end was no match for Buck's power, as he led the whole huge pile of soup to a steel garbage can, luring it in, locking it inside. Sitting on top of the cannon, Buck is so super strong that the beast couldn't break out. Buck won the battle. The hideous monster was defeated. The children, at one moment scared, now cheered for Buck saving the day. Buck Travers stood tall and proud on a cafeteria table and told them not to fear. Fear no more, for tomorrow is pizza day! The kids screamed excitedly. Once back in the classroom, things calmed down and everything got back on schedule, though Buck still got the occasional pat on the back and the, hey, thanks for defeating the great chili monster remarks from other students and teachers. Even the principal stopped by for a quick thanks. Everyone seemed so calm and happy. And that made Buck calm and happy and confident. 
Of course, he couldn't get too comfortable. His classmates had witnessed the great chili monster, but they had no idea what was in store if Carrot Man ever showed his face, or the Milkman, or Miss Shocky, or Mr. S, or Double Trouble, or Mr. Mustache, Brandy Bermuda, Mr. Brains. Oh, Buck had no idea then the long line of supervillains he would face or the kid superhero friends that he would make along the way. Like Tracy Thompson, Nick Newton, Robert Robertson, Mandy Magic. For as you know, listeners, now, Splendid is a town rich in amazing kids with all sorts of super cool talents, abilities, powers. We have kid superheroes, a kid space force, kid detectives, time-traveling teens, computer gaming whiz kids that can leap in and out of the gaming world, quantum leaping whiz kids, true. You know their stories. And it goes so much farther than that. We have animals with super cool strengths, like Barnum, my dog, the detective dog, Cole, the race car driving cat, Even some extraterrestrial friends have made home here, like Mel, who can transform into any animal they want. Some people think the top-secret experimental only-for-me keep-out-super-secret-don't-come-near stay-away experiments of my lab have something to do with some of the strange things that happen in this town. And I can't deny it. It's hard to deny that once a bug beast breaks loose from your lab. Once everyone knows that your kid is a kid superhero. And maybe I do have a a bit to do with the goings-on around here. But it's not all me, and it's not all the work coming from my lab. There's something else. For things keep showing up, strange things, unusual happenings that I don't have anything to do with, there's some power at work beyond what I have been able to conjure at Splendid University. And it frightens me, listeners. I know not what the future holds, but I know we need to stick together combine those super cool talents, abilities, and powers and be prepared to work together for whatever comes next. I also shared this tale this week, the tale, the original tale of the great chili monster, as a bit of a recap and setup for what happened five years later. When the great chili monster returned to the annual Splendid Elementary Soup Fest. He came back with friends this time. Luckily, Buck has picked up a few super friends along the way in the last five years as well. But that, listeners, is most definitely a story for another day. Soon. 
In the meantime, thank you so much for tuning in. Have a wild and wonderful and warm week, listeners. Be good to each other. Be helpers. Hello, this is Rusty Joy again. You've been listening to Professor Theo's Mystery Lab, which is written and read by my adorable husband, Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. Thank you for rating and reviewing this podcast on iTunes. Please continue to spread the word. Also, consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. 